Hallelujah. I've been asked to talk about the proper way to live a church. Has to focus on the living church. I feel like uh, I can sense the ventilation of your spirit. It's as if now you have been released from your store. about faithfulness and still worship. Now all my notes for why we leave church is done. So it's not as if I'm now coming to the own day but oh, I should give you excerpts. supposed to read Ezekiel 34 verse 1 to 16 which is a message for shepherds then verse 17 to 31 which is a message for sheep now when you study Ezekiel 34 it's like there is a judgment against shepherds but when you come to verse 17 it's a judgment against sheep who just get up and leave church as they want he said, in that day, I'll judge between sheep and sheep. Then from there, I'll come to Hebrews. When you read Hebrews chapter 6, the Bible says that there is a point that when you reach in Christ and you fall, you can't come back. Yes, it's in Hebrews chapter 6. Let's, let's, let's see. I'm supposed to do all of this introduction before I start who is a church member? Which is the second part of the message. And this message we are preaching about how it's not a message for only lovely. God told me it's a message for the body. And we are going to hear a lot of response from this message when the whole compilation is done and it is released to the church. You will be here, you will see it. Now, there are a lot of things that are not taught doctrinally in the body of Christ. Like, can I just leave a church? There, nobody has thought on it. 
They just said, oh, it's, 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 it's not honor. It's not loyalty. It's not bad. There should be a, there is a doctrine on it in the Bible. There is a way when you leave church as a pastor, you will never be in ministry again. Yes. There is a way that when you leave church, you may never be in church again. If you have time, I will show you from the scriptures. Yes. He says, now, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go into perfection, not learning again the, found, the foundation. Next verse. Then he says, next verse. Verse 4. Verse 4 to 6, he says, For it is impossible. You did English. What does impossible mean? It means it cannot happen. Who is the one speaking? The Bible. So let's say God is speaking. So God is saying that it is impossible. Hmm. For those who were once, number one, enlightened. So there is a realm of enlightenment. There are seven dimensions of the spirit. Then he says, who have tasted the heavenly gifts? So, number one, they are enlightened. Number two, they have tasted the heavenly gift. The heavenly gift is the Holy Spirit. And he says, and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit. In other words, <laughs> promise and fail. So there is the partaking of the Holy Spirit and testing of the heavenly gift. What is the difference? I don't know if I'm preaching this or I'm, I'm just giving exhortation. There is the union of the spirit and the receiving of the spirit. I've explained it long ago in some of our teachings. You know, hypotasso. Hypostatic union. I've preached it in some of the. I think people have to start revising the nose. 2014, 15, 16. <laughs> but let's just say that Pastor Winfred visiting a church and Pastor Winfred being a pastor of a church, there is a difference. That's how the Holy Spirit is. Yet the Pastor Winfred who came to preach in their church is the same Pastor Winfred who is a pastor over them. Hello. So the same Holy Spirit, there are dimensions, and there is a level where you taste Him, and the level where you become one with Him. Then He says, next verse, and have tasted the good word. <clears throat> there is something called the tasting 
of the word of God. How many of you have eaten the word? Now, if you have eaten the word, it means you have gone beyond this level. Like, there are people that the word of God does not instruct them. Like, 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 let's say, forgive me, we are not talking about marriage, but if a, a wife has problem with submission, means the word of God does not instruct her. Because you are no wiser than the one who wrote the Bible. Or the Bible says husbands should love their wives and say that I will not love her. That means you don't understand the place of the scripture. I hope you understand. So there is the testing of the word and the eating of the word. For instance, if you have not been persecuted by the word, you have not eaten it. If the word of God has not offended your conscience yet, not somebody preaching it to you, you read it and you started crying. And started feeling bad. He said, I ate it. It was sweet in my mouth, but it became bitter in my belly. So these are, these, are, these are dimensions of receiving of the word. But because it's not probably dense, I've even preached this in some of the messages. Have tasted. Do you know the remedy to eat and to taste? Taste it, let's say, oh, can't Eat it, let's say, what did you say? What did Uh-huh. So it says that they have tasted the word. And then also, they have tested the power or powers, not even power. They have tested of the powers of the ages to come. He says, if a man reaches this level and he backslides, let me use the word, there is no place for repentance for that person. That is to say, there is an irreversible point in our work with God. There is a point when you get to, you can only go up. When you come down, there is no way you can go back again. Now, this is about the universal church. But just as the universal church, there is also a point in the local church that you forfeit your place and your relevance in it if you go beyond Here he was talking about the fact that when you reach this level, look at the next verse. He shows us next verse. He said, if they fall away, so like if you're a Bible student, as soon as you see fall away, you should check the meaning of this word fall away. Because you have to understand what this fall away mean. Does it mean the last time I lied, I fell away? So here he was talking about apostasy. When they forfeit the, the, the place of Christ in their lives. He says, to renew themselves again to repentance, it is impossible. Then he says, if it is possible for them to come back, it will mean that Jesus have to die again, resurrect, and go back to heaven again because of them, only because of them. And the scripture says Christ was so offered once for all the sins of the world. So 
It is a, a sacrifice that cannot be repeated. They have tasted the good word. The powers of the ages to come. Partakers of the Holy Spirit. Tasted of the heavenly gift. They have been enlightened. Hey, that's a realm. That's a realm. This is not possible. This is an economy on the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. There is a level when you get to in the body, you don't have a place in it again. This is the reason why somebody was a pastor, he's no more a pastor. His place is removed. His candle is removed. Mostly. Unless there is a place when you reach in the church, unless God himself removes you, when you remove yourself, there is no place for the, in the ministry again. It's not just an ordinary church member. No. How do I know that God is the one removing me? Number one, in all things you conduct yourself wisely like Saul and David. One of the things I wonder about David is how he never said anything bad about Saul. It's one of the things. For instance, David knew that there were demons inside of Saul. Because he was the one who used to play harp for the demons to live. How many of you would love to be under a pastor that demons are inside him? Mm. Number two. Saul vowed to kill David. So even if David wanted to stay, the man wants to kill you. And he was not lying. When David ran to Samuel to tell Samuel... That Saul has decided to kill him. Do you know what happened? Samuel asked for his donkey and also ran away. Not that Saul has a problem with Samuel. But Samuel, oh, the scriptures are good. He called for his donkey quickly, sat on He said, Dave, let's leave. <laughs> he said, hey, prophet, I thought I was running to you for safety. He said, there is no safety for anyone. Let's go. The third thing too is that God himself told Samuel that he has rejected Saul. So Saul was a man that had no plan. God had no plans with him. And yet David didn't leave his house. He was driven out. Number two, David never spoke good or bad about Saul. And the last time I read, he collected all the girls in the church to compose songs and sing it for Saul, in memory of him. No wonder David became several times better than Saul. Check the people who have risen against Bishop Dark, if they will ever be in ministry again. They have removed their candles. If they were sent away by God, they would never criticize the man because I don't think that Bishop Dark has reached the level of Saul. That he was seeking to kill you. Demons have entered him. God has no plans with him. He is an idol worshiper and a murderer. I don't think he has it. Why can't you conduct yourself like David? 
So this attack removes you from, you will check, I'm a prophet, where are we living this earth now? Check and see, there is not even one of them that speaks against that man that will ever have church again, it's gone. They have removed their place. The best is that they should have kept quiet. Because David kept quiet. They would do everything possible. Yet they are not the first to leave Bishop Dan's ministry. A lot of people have left and they have ministries afterwards. They didn't criticize anybody. If God is with you, he keeps you from evil. God kept David from, even from killing Nabal. I know I'm, oh, God is beautiful. He's beautiful. He's, he kept him. It says, blessed be the Lord God who has kept my hands from shedding blood. The blood of, and he said that the day that Nabal died. There was, it was God himself that struck Nabal to kill him. If he had done that, he would have done the work of God for him, isn't it? But he would have brought a problem. Because you are interested in this subject, let me just glance through, then we go. The moment you become a leader of a church, you are not an ordinary person in the body. You are not an ordinary member of the body. If you don't have plans to recognize a church, when they are making you a leader, don't take it. But the day you are made a leader, you are announced in heaven. You become an elder of the church. If elders in the Bible are called, no matter the names that are in the Bible, you are part. Listen, if they call University of Ghana students, whether you are in third class, first class, or junior class, we are all students. So it brings you in a unique fellowship in the body. Now I'm a pastor. The, no matter the category they use, I'm part of the pastors in heaven. And if pastors are fellowshipping, I am part. If by the grace of God, I'm part of the apostles. If they, they, and it's only heaven that knows. That's why when I talk about knowing the first one of God, number one, you must know his calling. And it's only Christ that knows a man's calling. If I'm an apostle, yeah, Fred Paul, man, me, 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 what's your boss? Number six billion, John Winfred from Arkansas. My God, my God, my God. I say, hey, pastor, what do you want to say billion? Now, here, Paul, my own father, want to say billion. Now, do you want to say Eh, your friend Stephen Mo, Stephen cried and we had the cake. Hey, I didn't understand that name. Hey, a bronze and handkerchief like a bronze kerchief here. They were begging the, the poor to take it out, and they were looking for sick people to put it off for them. Hey, my friend, level, level stay, level stay. They are looking for the virtuous woman. Will you be there?
Masanda Bundaba Patata Radabata Ikoro Nomo Santahaya Melele Masosa Hazaya Ikapato Rebranda Bahaya Inekete Katayaha If we walk in the light just as he is in the light we have fellowship one with another. Enlighten my eyes, oh Lord. Sile hazia, ikapanto na makapaha, ipelele maturia, ipora madabaya. For He had brought me to His inner chambers. His banner over me is love. Iketera brendas, ikatora bataya, manana masakataya kata. Let the fountains within me break forth, break forth, break forth. Shale hadeya. I will spot the 
So consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Verse 2. He says, Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. Moreover, it is required one be found faithful. Verse 3. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by a human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself. Verse 4. For I know of nothing against myself, yet I am not justified by this. But he who judges me is the Lord. Making yourself a servant of God. Write these things down. How do I become faithful? Number one, become faithful by doing more. This is not the season for you to reduce the things you are doing for God. This can Become faithful by doing more. Some of you have been assigned to groups in the ministry school. It's an opportunity to do more. Number two, become faithful by not abandoning your post. It says, if the heart of the king rises against you, do not leave your post. Don't leave your post. Another one, no day. Number three, become faithful by not doing things anyhow. Jeremiah forty eight ten. He says, cursed is he who does the work of the Lord anyhow. The New King James says, deceitfully. He says, and cursed is he who keeps back his sword from blood. Hmm. My God. Number four. Is it five? Number four. Become faithful by recovering what was lost.
Whatever that is lost, recover it. Number five. Become faithful by overcoming excuses. In Luke 14, and said, the Bible says, and each of them began to make excuses. They began to make it is something they made. Overcome excuses. Number six, become faithful by becoming reliable. And in that moment of a glorious surrender was the moment you brought me to Lifted out of the ashes And I'm found in the earth We sing and in that moment Of a glorious surrender Was the most Become faithful by becoming reliable. Freedom found in the earth. <laughs> the one who is doing the projection for the song, is he now learning it or what? When you chose to take the sinless crown. Oh, slowly. Faithful by attempting something great for the Lord. Some have attempted something by starting churches. Some have attempted something great in one way or another. Faithfulness is now calling on you to attempt something great. Attempt something great. Scarcely hold away. Let's be on our feet. Have I given all the points? I said seven. I've given seven. Let's be on our feet even as we close. Yeah, the hands, the cradle, the stars. Yes. Are the hands that bless? For me, lift up your hands. We came to have fellowship, to stay ourselves. And I know something has fallen on you tonight. This year, 
heaven will testify of you. The Lord shall take you to drink from the secret places. The Lord will hold your hands and launch you into the deep. But the Lord whisper into your ears the conversations of the heavenly places. May you hear things for the sacred and not the common. Let your walk with God be enriched with encounters. Ramifications of divine essence. Show me your grace. Show me your goodness. Lift up your voice and pray to God. It's a divine romance. Matokaya. Let the roof above be open. And may your spirit be caught up into the heavens. He said, I will come to visions. He spoke about sufferings. He says he is not the least of the apostles. Why? Because he also saw the Lord. It's a unique place of apostleship to see Jesus. May you see Jesus. Let the meditations of your heart acceptable unto him. Let the lifting up of your hands be like a sacrifice unto him. May you hear the voice of voices from the throne room of God. May your spirit cease Unburied truths of the kingdom. Minstrels of celestial order. Ministers. Of the order of the divine one. Speak to him and say, Lord, breathe on me. This is a time for closeness. And you are speaking to him, Lord. Please.
of sweet fellowship with the Spirit of God. God bless you and favor you. May the Lord show you kindness. May you be preferred. May you be ahead. May you be the head and never the tail. May he who dwells in the bush bless you with the fatness of the earth. May he bless you with the blessings of the heavens above and the earth beneath. May the Lord fill your heart with laughter. Be favored. Be favored. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.